Welcome back, everybody, to Trash for Trash. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, James Willems, and I'm joined, of course, by... Another one of your hosts, Patrick Brown. We're two filthy little trash men who uh, love consuming trash. And uh, and so we are talking about some of the trashiest movies we can get our hands on. We're talking, <laughs> we, but we love them so much. We enjoy them so much. Some more than others. Some more than others. Obviously, this is this is our second <laughs> yeah. go round. If you were here for the first one, we watched Jim Cotta. That was good. It was great. That was not a bad movie. Very great. Yeah. Um, but uh, we always like to mix things up. We don't want to stick with any one genre, yeah. any one time period, as long as it's the 80s or 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is right out. Yeah. Um, but we decided to mix it up this week and uh, try a different movie. Yeah, that, speaking of disgusting little trash men. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's perfect for <laughs> trash men like us. Yeah. This week, we're trashing 1992's Munchie. If you're in Tennessee. All right, so I found this one, sort of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it organically came to me like a gift from our, yeah, yeah. From our Lord. Yeah, uh, yeah. It just presented itself in front of me kind of yeah. when I was like, I don't know what this is, but that poster looks like it'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. And I sent it to you and you... Uh, we're immediately ripped back through time. Transported. Yeah, yeah. I have a personal backstory with That's this right. film. So you hadn't, you I'd were never just heard looking it, for which trash. Which is crazy. You're just sitting I, through the dumpster. Yeah, you I feel like this. I've at least seen the poster or yeah. heard of everything yeah. at this point. But yeah, I had not, yeah. So, so this movie, not too dissimilar from, say, 1988's Monkey Shines, uh-huh, was a yeah. mainstay at my local blockbuster. Yes, it yeah. was always there and always available no one to rent. It. <laughs> and 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 but I also it didn't seem good. It seemed off-putting, and I would <laughs> di- I wanted no part of it. Um, but I distinctly remember <laughs> the image of this character writing on a pizza <laughs> yeah. and thinking it was very, very, very funny. Something he never does. No, that as, doesn't happen. Yeah, in right. This he movie. never does. Yeah. That. Um, I would end up like <laughs> several years later, like trying to figure out what that thing was. But the only thing that came up was munchies, right? Which we can talk about, but yeah, it it it, it screwed up the search results. Yeah, and it wasn't until even later then, still, that I discovered that oh, there was a a movie, mm-hmm. a sequel that's not related in any way but name. Yep, to munchies called Munchie. Yeah, it's. I mean, it. it so it is. It is technically, I think, a direct sequel. Like we watched the very end of Munchies and it kind ends of with a truck. Yeah. And we'll see in Munchie it begins with a truck. But I think the carrying device of the critter is different cuz in Munchies it's like a little statue. Well, the whole critter's different the critter, as well. Well, and the critter of which there's many yeah, yeah. are completely different. Yeah. Uh all the actors are different. I don't I I wonder if it was like a uh a troll 2 scenario maybe where they made a totally different movie and they were like, "Hey, if you want to release this, you got to call it this with yeah. a number at the end of it. Well, also Munchies was from 1987, I believe. Yeah. And was like like a, a dirty, like a like a 
filthy film. I mean, we ju- I just went to it. The full movie's on YouTube, mm-hmm. and I clicked on the the peak, and it was a woman bent over, just an upskirt. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And a munchie watching her. Whereas Munchie, our Munchie, yeah. is a much more soft hearted family film about a boy and his munchie. Maybe. Well, it's the nineties. <laughs> it's still yeah. ninety two. So yeah. like the world is entirely different. Yeah. But it felt different. Something I did find when I was researching this though is uh you might like this. Munchies mm-hmm. has a certain actor in it that maybe you're familiar with. Oh. Called Robert Picardo. Oh. Yeah, wait, what, uh, Star Trek? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what? The Doctor? Yes, The Doctor yes, yeah, yeah, from yeah. Star Trek? Yeah, of course, yeah. I, don't, I was just going down the list because I was just trying to see, did anyone carry over in this film? Yeah. And the answer is no, but I did discover that Robert but Picardo the doc- is yeah, in there. the Doctor. Um, so yeah, uh, we, we're not watching Emergency Munchies. response hologram. Sorry, excuse yeah. me, you're correct. Um, we're not watching Munchies, we are watching Munchie. Mm-hmm. Vaguely related. That was a Munchies starred Harvey Corman. Yeah, he's in there. I realize I think it's emergency medical hologram. Also, we'll have to edit that out. We're we'll probably to not that. gonna have time to edit that. That's gonna <laughs> yeah. Stay. Harvey Harvey Corman's in it. That's the only guy. Yeah. we saw from the- it, it's it, Munchie is 1992 released weirdly. It says in Tennessee on May 15th. <laughs> yeah, one day it was like a one day release in Tennessee. I don't know what that means, but everywhere you look, oh. it specifies Tennessee. You know what it is? It's oh. to be eligible for the Oscars. You needed. <laughs> you needed. <laughs> But the, it is. You need a theatrical release. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, it was directed by Jim Winorski. Mm-hmm. Um, written, written by co-written. also also written by him and Michael Hitchcock. Yeah. Um, and uh, stars Dom DeLuise, the ever talented Dom DeLuise as Munchie. Uh, Lonnie Anderson, who you probably know from a name that yeah. was kind of around in the 80s and yeah. 90s. I think she was on a, a TV show or a couple TV shows. Mm-hmm. Andrew Stevens. Who is he? Elliot. Dr. Oh, the Elliot the creep. or whatever. The creep. The creep. Who, who, who we both kind of love. He was great. He was, great. He was, he was cool. fantastic. Yeah. Um, who I guess is also a successful film executive now too. He ended up working at Warner Brothers making a ton of movies. He owned he his own company. House? I don't think he's here anymore. Oh. No. I don't think he's here anymore, but he's made a ton of movies. Okay. Um, probably still looks great. Oh, yeah. Uh, and of course, introducing Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yes, yeah, her first movie. Her mm-hmm. first or feature. I don't know if she was even in TV. This might be the very first thing she ever did. Yeah, and what a, what a platform to begin your... Yeah. Imagine stepping out on a stage made of pizza yeah. to perform your first role. Um, I did a little bit of research into some of the creatives behind this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, the director... Uh, the first thing it says about him in his bio is that he's a film school dropout, which is great. After Steven Spielberg, I think everyone loves to claim that. Everyone it's loves like, to claim yeah. it. He he got his start because he just happened to be on a plane headed to Los Angeles uh, with someone that knew Roger Corman. And oh. flash forward a couple decades, he's directed over 150 films. Holy including fuck. Chopping Mall. Oh, that's a classic. We'll probably cover that eventually. The Return of Swamp Thing, yeah. which is the sequel, yeah. um, and The Hills Have Thighs. Porn? Uh, it is an erotic It is okay. an erotic film. Okay. He, he's apparently made a bunch of those. He's gone through all kinds. of. If you look at his yeah. wiki, it's wild. It has family films, then erotic thrillers. He's the kind of guy who works. Sunset films, yeah. action movies, and then he was a part of a longstanding thing called The Bear Wench Project. Which was a series of sexual spoofs of horror films. So instead of the Blair Witch Project, it was the Bear Wench Project. Yeah, I got he it. also had uh, the Witches of Breastwick. Yep. Um, 
Breastford Wives. Okay. House on Hooter Hill. Okay, come on. The Devil Wears Nada. That's not even a horror movie. <laughs> Hold on. That's... Hey, if you've ever worked in the fashion industry, if you've ever oh, been an assistant, okay. you could Cleavage Field. Cloverfield? Yeah. Is that what that <laughs> yep. Is? Okay. Yep. Okay. And uh <laughs> this is the best one. See if you can guess what movie this is supposed to be. All right. Paranockers activity. <laughs> But the best thing is it's not even oh, pair God. of knockers. Yeah, para. It's para knockers. knockers. It's like okay. they missed the joke. Yeah. So he's he's done a ton of stuff. Good God. He's, he's done a ton. He went Ugh. back to family films after that. So that's the kind of talent that we had working on this film. The writer, I would say prestigious. He's an actor as well and a producer. Oh, yeah. He has, he. you've probably seen him. He's been in almost all of Christopher Guest stuff. What's his name again? Uh, his name is Michael Hitchcock. He was in Waiting for Guffman, Best in Show, A Mighty Wind. Yes, he's the uh, Weimaraner guy, right? In Best in Show? I believe so, yeah. yeah. But he's also written for like Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and Glee. So he's, mm-hmm. he's, I mean, he's, he's fine. He's legit. Yeah, he's, he's legit. Just a, yeah. Um, but he's, I, it is reported. I don't see it anywhere here. I can't cite this, but yeah. I have heard that he says that his most proud, <laughs> the most <laughs> proud he's ever been of any work is his work on Munchie. Munchie, yeah, so, yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of talent behind this. Uh, Munchie, uh, just looking at these stats, is poised to be just a great film. Yeah, everything about it rang uh, or gave off all these signals that it was really, really good, despite mm-hmm. the kind of nightmare box art. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it didn't quite live up to that for me. So uh, should we just get right into it? Should we jump yeah, right into the breakdown? Real quick. Yeah. I was worried about this one because yeah. there are some of these movies that you watch and it's like, oh, this wasn't even funny. This mm-hmm. is just a torturous experience. I, the What's the t- dinosaur movie with Whoopi Goldberg? Theodore Rex. Theodore Rex. Yeah. I watched that and I was like, nothing about this is enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's a miserable, awful experience from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. I will never, I hate this. Every part of this. This is this was not that movie. This no, was, <laughs> this was uh, all good. I don't want to spoil it, but there is a there was a point when we were watching this movie where you said, "There's only 20 minutes left." Yeah, and we <laughs> well, were like, "How long have we been watching it?" Yeah, an hour had passed, and it we were was shocking with ads. With we ads. watched this on Freebie. <laughs> we <laughs> watched ads. it. We watched it with ads. So um, so yeah. All right, that sets the stage. Yeah. Without further ado, let's get into the breakdown from Munchie. I'm gonna rise to the top. Life's not looking so great for Gage. I wish I was dead. To be or not to be? Arriba. Until. Who said that? Me, I did, pal. I'm your new friend. I help, I dazzle, I make better. Roger Corman and New Horizons Home Video bring you the family fantasy adventure, Munchie. Munchie opens immediately. High speed chase. High speed, well, a chase, a, a chase. car chase, <laughs> medium speed. Yeah. I thought I missed something because yep. I just sat down yep. and I thought I I was getting my laptop out or whatever to take some notes. I thought I missed something, but you assured me, no, this is nope. how it begins. I think there was like a producer, like the production company's card, and then just straight into yeah. cold open, like yep. there, yeah. And it introduces several characters. There's this wacky, like kind of a police officer character, yeah, from New York, from as the, all the cops in this movie yeah. are. Yeah. And then there is a then there's another guy. Who's driving a truck? Yes, with a package in it. He's got either like he's having either like a, a cold sore breakout Something, or yeah. some type of like rash around his mouth, mm-hmm. uh, which is never explained because this guy basically gets out of the car. There's a sign for a bottomless pit that we spend the camera spends maybe twenty seconds on, mm-hmm. so you really know that it's a bottomless pit. Yeah. 
Uh, he takes this ancient looking trunk out that you'd maybe use to store a demon in or something mm -hmm. and casts it from the truck into the pit. Into the bottomless pit, which they make a point of indicating yeah. it hits the bottom of. Yeah, you hear it hit the bottom of the <laughs> it does a pit. It does yeah. a fake yep. camera shake to show that you've hit yep. the bottom of the pit. And I think, uh, is that the first instance of like a Looney Tunes sound effect in the movie? Too? Probably, yeah. probably. The tone at the very beginning is very serious. It, yeah, it, yeah. It, it also, for no reason, it go, It says 1970. Oh, I forgot. Remember that it just that. there's a car chase. So it's not a it sequel says, to Munchies because Munchies with the math not, doesn't add up. What the fuck? So it goes 1970, and Why? then he throws it in the bottomless pit, and then and then and then the guy goes great, wipes his hands of it, leaves. Good, and then it flashes to. But the whole time the box is oh hey hey I'm over here amigo I'm yeah, the yeah. munchian in it's the box. Talking. There's stuff going on. Yeah. Um, but he gets away with it, and then we get today card. Right? Yeah. Well, we get title Munchy. card, Munchie. Yeah. And then... Oh, with the chattering the teeth. The chattering teeth, <laughs> yeah. which is not... It's not an homage. Nope. It doesn't It doesn't mean anything. Nope. Not um, Slater, nothing. And then, boom, today. Yeah, which is... It's not today. It's 19... But it could be. It could be. I mean, it's timeless. Because that's timeless. what I love. I always hate when yep. movies go like, 1997. And then it pulls you out. It pulls you right out. Yep. But I always like movies. My favorite film, Gattaca, goes, mm -hmm. not too distant future. And I go, could be. Could be. Could be. And that's what I love about this because it says today. Is that your favorite movie? Gattaca is my favorite film. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we get, we're introduced to a classroom mm -hmm. full of kids. Most of them look like they're going to grow up to be not successful. No, no. These are not good kids. Um, they uh, they do kind of, they have what I, what I said to you is sort of an 80s ski movie yeah. vibe. The yeah, children, yeah. and they're like, what, 12, 13? They got it, yeah, 12, maybe 13, 13, like something like that. Maybe max 13 yeah, yeah. years old, yeah. Uh, but like, you know, sweaters tied mm -hmm. around the yeah. the neck, uh, real, like Strange looking bunch. down upon everyone. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So they're learning their fractions um, <laughs> in yes. math class. Yep. And then and then you're like, oh, we're going to oh, we're gonna meet our main character. And they go, does anyone know the answer to this question? Hand shoots up in the back. Yep. Who is it? Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's right. She's right. She knows how to do it. She knows that you got a common denominator or whatever. You got to do the math. And yeah, stuff. you just duplicate or whatever and duplicate. Tell it, yeah. You do the math. You bring it back down or whatever. We find out that the main character isn't even her. It's Gage, some loser kid. Some loser kid yeah. who we don't find out until later is, I guess, new. Yeah, once he's called into the principal's office for a crime he did not commit. A Clearly. common theme in this movie. There's a lot of stuff uh, he's accused of in yeah. this film. Um, and uh, and so. He does this thing that I realize now talking about it. He only does two or three times yeah. for the first half of the movie, and then they abandon the gimmick entirely, yes. which is he Date. pulls a, Bo a Bobby's World style mm -hmm. fantasy interpretation of events, yep. uh, whereas he is elected class president and given an award. Every kid's dream. <laughs> Every kid's, <laughs> Every kid's dream. dream. It's all they want. General, yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt isn't even there to present him with the award. No, she's just on stage. She's just standing idly by. She's like holding the trophy before she gives it to the yeah. principal. It's all set it, yeah. up like he would be like, oh my gosh, my dream is yeah. to like kiss her, or like go to the dance with her or whatever. No, it's to win. For her to hold a trophy, to, he will ultimately win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's harsh reality to realize that no, he didn't win an award and he doesn't know how to. Uh, he can't do math. Either. He doesn't know what some summing your fact fractions are. Yeah. Um, gets a little talking to from his teacher. This kid, he's he's not fitting. You don't got it. He's not fitting in. He's not doing it. great. Um, then he goes to lunch, into the cafeteria. Yeah, yeah. So the 
he, and he's kind of, I mean, he's, this is what, he doesn't work as a character at all because if, if you want this like loser nerd, mm -hmm. he's very confident. Yeah. He gets his food train, goes straight up to Jennifer Love Hewitt, his crush, and yeah, like yeah. sits down. But little does he know, she's already betrothed <laughs> Apparently, to another yeah. boy. Yeah, this movie gets into some <laughs> weird, like, um, yeah. This is, this is a great depiction of early 90s films because it does, it has so much diversity. It's exactly oh. what you want to see. It's yeah. got a blonde kid. Yep. It's got a brown haired kid. Yeah. It's got a short kid and a girl. Yep. And they're and all the white. Whole, the whole, yeah, well, there, yeah, they're all there's white. There's not a single yeah. non-white yeah, person in this whole yeah. film. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and the kid, so he's got his lunch and he's kind of just trying to talk to Jennifer Love Hewitt. The weird 80s ski kid mm -hmm. gets pissed at him and tells his like flunky. Yeah. Essentially, he's like, you know what we do. You know, show, why don't you show him where to take his lunch or something? Yeah. And then whips it. Grabs the tray. Hits yeah. the professor. I keep saying professor. Because there well, are professors multiple professors. There's a professor, yeah. Uh, hits the principal who's kind of a strange man as well. Yeah. Uh, covers him in beans like far more beans than were on that plate yeah uh who he then immediately says whose tray is that whose tray is this not who threw this right whose tray is this He's, because yeah. we all know it's the tray the tray owner who's at fault if you can identify the tray you can identify the culprit exactly um and so he immediately comes to the conclusion that it is gage yeah he is responsible for this and not only that i don't like his face yeah he just immediately doesn't very like rude him. So he hates his kid. He's new to his school and he won't have it. The kid has several more fantasies again. Yeah. So I think at that one, he's being executed by like a revolutionary war firing squad. Yeah. And yeah. then he like, he even goes like, his heart. Oh, oh. And when he takes it away, there's ketchup there. He's yeah. like, and he's like, oh, it's just ketchup. Yeah. Where the fuck did the ketchup come from? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You weren't holding ketchup. I don't know. There's no ketchup around. There, but like, you're thinking, oh, what's going to happen? Are his fantasies going to become a part? Is no. this going to be the answer? The answer <laughs> no. will tell you, folks, <laughs> is no. Uh, they just forget to do it. It's like they saw, I think they saw Never Ending Story mm -hmm. with him. He's lost in the Bastion, is constantly lost in his fantasies. Mm -hmm. But also, he's like a very nervous, weird, who, who truly doesn't fit in. Yeah. This is a kid who's like pretty confident, pretty normal. Mm -hmm. uh, and just there's like one kid who's a dick to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, but I think they saw that and they're like, yeah, let's throw that in. Let's Pop just throw the there. fantasy thing in. Pop yeah. it in there. I, oh, something worth noting, this film was made in 18 days. Yeah. I saw. Okay. It's not a lot of time. If you, no. know, if you know how feature films are generally made, that's not a lot of time. And it feels like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of shots that we were like, they're framed so strangely. Mm-hmm. I think we were, but we were both kind of like that. It feels like the camera is just at the top of the yeah. set. Like yeah. there's a staircase, but that staircase like cuts off. It's how, a, it's how very far back just, can we pull the camera? <laughs> yeah. in this is it. Cause it's a weird, weird angle. Yeah. It was the good old days uh, when the middle class was vibrant mm -hmm. and uh, kids grew up down the street from eccentric professors. Yes. Always experimenting in their garage. Constantly. Yeah. Uh, uh, although we will later find not part of his research. No, yeah, it's unclear what he does. I think he was fixing a Jeep and it just exploded, maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, why are the children always friends with strange old men in these movies? I don't know. He has it's an troubling. accent, too, that's kind of falls yeah. a little bit. He's doing like something, and maybe a Jewish accent, but then it slips into German occasionally. And kind of Russian as well. A little, a little bit of bit. Russian, yeah. so... 
Um, but yeah, unclear origin. It's very unclear where he came from. But either way, he is maybe the only friend this kid has. Yeah, it seems like it because he then looks. He talks to him for a second, looks across the street. Who's there? Oh. One of the coolest guys. It's Elliot. It's Elliot. Elliot, who were he? He he pops out of his car. Yeah, he's wearing this sweet tracksuit. But I will say, very affordable car. Oh yeah, they did, yeah, yeah. They did not yeah. rent the sports car, yeah. which would have made more sense for this character. It's like an Ultima or something. Mm-hmm. It is a very affordable car. Um, and we find out from the professor that so I guess somehow he knows what Elliot does, and it amounts. Well, they to, both work at the college. Oh, they yes, they both yeah. work at Jefferson College, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and oh, right. Elliot's job yeah. appears to be injecting animals with cancer. <laughs> And then seeing how they die, which I assume the answer would be cancer. Yeah, it's probably cancer. (laughs) Um, And so the kid doesn't like him because he's trying to bang his mom. Which it's really unclear throughout the movie and it never really becomes clear. Is he banging the mom? It does. They make out. It does. It's it seems like everyone in this film is a virgin. Everyone, yes, no, they, they are. don't they know are. what sex yeah. is. Uh, they have only thought about yep. what it may be, and porn doesn't exist, so yes. there's no way to know for certain. Because he makes out with the mom and like gives a long, deep stare yeah. at Gage while making out with the mom. Yeah, like a sinister, strange stare. Well, G- Gage doesn't like him immediately, even though he's helping the mom with groceries. You're like, oh, what's and the situation presumably here? her physical needs. <laughs> of course, maybe. <laughs> Though later on we find out that almost certainly not. Like he doesn't even. They're know not what even to do. dating. They're not even Apparently. together. So uh, it's it's strange. There's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. What we do find out that Gage's biological father missing, absent, uh, but not dead. But he doesn't want to be around. But also, yeah, it, and that's never come. That never comes back. It never comes up. Yeah, I think at one point he comes home and is like, "Is dad here?" It's like, no. Why would he he's be? He's not here. He hasn't been here it's, for years. Also, you're new to this town. Why would dad be here? Why would dad yeah. be here? How do you know that professor that lives across the street? Uh, yeah. Um, so things are bad. Basically, all of this to say life ain't great for Gage. But also, it kind of seems fine. It, I mean, it's it's totally fine. His life is it's pretty, pretty awesome. good. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. Um, his but mom the movie is tells like a hot us it's model bad. that's just yeah. like for some reason always. Yeah. But the movie. He's just, it's not great for, he's got ketchup on his shirt and it's not great. It doesn't feel like he fits in. Yeah. Is this when he has the daydream about being at his own funeral? This is. Okay. I believe when he has a daydream yeah. about being at his own I mean, funeral. What is there even to say? We don't even have to sit, talk about that. It's just, he has a daydream. Where he's at it. And it's not the kind of funeral, I guess we are going to for a second talk about it. It's not the thing where it's like, oh, I miss you so much. Here's what I wish I would have said. It's mm-hmm. kind of just like, here's the Walkman you he gets it. He gets a Walkman. He gets a Walkman. That's basically yeah. the whole thing. Um, but either way, he goes for a walk, man. He does. Wandering into the hillsides and stumbles across a mine. You, yeah, a mine, an abandoned mine. Yeah. Which is not at the base of a bottomless pit. No, it is not. As far as we can tell. Also, it's boarded up. Now, granted, 22 years have passed well, since. Well, it could be more because it says today. Patrick. Oh, so it could, so it's it could be you're watching it. It could be whenever, whenever you're, you're watching, watching it. it. Yeah. So 53 years potentially. Yeah, yeah. And it's boarded up and the munchie box is set pretty neatly on top of like an overturned mine cart. And then immediately funny. is, oh, hey, hey, hey. Immediately calls out to him. Yeah. Um, so the kid opens the box. Munchie pops out. We get to see Munchie for the first time. He's immediately annoying. And like, a nightmare. A nightmarish creature. Spawn. 
it's it's disgusting <laughs> it's really and awful. and this is the one accurate human accurate moment that this film has yeah gage turns and flees yeah <laughs> anyone else in this scenario yeah it would be i i would jump into the bottomless pit myself if mm-hmm. i saw munchie and realized things like this walk among us you would reach for the nearest <laughs> pickaxe in this mind <laughs> and bur- bury it deep into his skull it is terrifying yeah the kid runs he's like I will never speak of those um, events yes. again. Um, but he gets home and uh, finds that someone made this it home waiting first. For him. <laughs> Who's waiting for him? Already under the covers, almost certainly bed. no pants on. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, watching, I believe, a cowboy film on a scrambled TV. It's always it's always cowboy. It's always black and white cowboy TV. Soft Which, massaging himself. I don't remember the watching in the nineties, but no, it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now we kind of get an idea. We get to introduce truly to Munchie who he is and what he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a magical creature, potentially. He's got powers. I mean, I don't want. I don't know if we want to reveal this right away, but he's an immortal. Being, he is an immortal being. Yeah. Uh, who invented the car? <laughs> I guess we'll, we can talk about that later, but. <laughs> He's an immortal being yeah. with magical pro- powers. Yeah. He can make things fly from Italian restaurants to yeah. this house. He can he can teleport anywhere but except for out of some boxes. Uh, some box, but it's not clear what. Because, he didn't say his box. Right. He said some boxes, but later on we do see him be able to teleport out of lockers, yeah. but not out of bags. Garbage bags, yeah. And he cannot get out of garbage bags. So it's bags. unclear the property is there. Yep. Um, but he's, I mean, it's, you think like the E.T., type films or any yeah. of those things or gremlins where it's like the, there's an endearment. Yeah, yeah. He friends them. He does them a favor or whatever. Well, because I think in those movies, it's like with E.T. and gremlins, actually, there's like a certain innocence mm-hmm. in the creature that is also reflected in the child. Yeah, yeah. Right? They both have their thing. The kid's going through a divorce. Yeah. E.T. is separated from his people, whatever. But there's like an a innocence in, in both yeah, of them yeah. that they respond. This is not that. No. This is like a weird, creepy, uh, like lounge singer yeah. guy. He, he exists to cause pain. Yeah. To, <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. To, this is a to chaos To Gage and those around yes. Gage. Uh, it's not necessarily ever for Gage's best interest. I don't think it ever works out. He doesn't I mean, I guess help the, him. He kind of... Inadvertently. At the end, yeah. Maybe, but I would but, say it's mostly just to get his own rocks off. Yeah, if if his parents were any more strict, mm-hmm. he would be in a lot of trouble. And, and you're saying, you're out there watching right now and you're thinking, hey, this movie isn't about that. It's not yeah. about the plot, the performance. It's the, you got Munchie on the cover He's, of the VHS. He He's the spectacle. Yeah. That's what we're coming to see. Fast yeah. and Furious isn't about plot. It's about exactly. fast cars. Yes. Munchie is about Munchie. Let's talk about Munchie for a minute. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Munchie. one of the most upsetting. I've watched a lot of shit. One of the most upsetting creatures I've ever laid eyes on. <laughs> it's horrific. <laughs> Munchie can't move really at all. That's There's probably no, why he like, teleports. The body. I don't know if he has legs either. No, I don't but think we ever see legs. There's like no body or leg. I mean, there's a body, but it doesn't move. No, and it can't rotate. Nothing. It's like can't twist. Munchie is locked on to the wall for anything, any scene he's in. It has a handful of points where it can articulate the lips. So it's <laughs> it, oh, it always caught in a frozen smile. Yes. And instead of flapping, like you think about a Muppet or something yeah. like that, where you can open and close like your hand, the cause the mouth to like move, then the mouth can't move. Yeah. The teeth <laughs> remain in place, but the upper and lower lip, only in the center, quiver. 
just in it is the constant, constant, <laughs> unrelenting randomness. And there's no, there's no attempt to like no. sync it to the voice or anything. It is like all over the place. So it seems like they knew that it couldn't move. And so they made up for it by having everything else. His eyes darting back and <laughs> yeah. forth. He's got like skin, like a very thin layer of skin over his eyes, which are snake's eyes. Snake's eyes. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking creepy. And he has these two hands that have four finger, four twisted. We said he looks like Quato from yeah, Total, Recall, Total Recall. That are always turning and opening and closing. They're not really articulate. Like, no. It's like one, it's like the, maybe the thumb can move a little, but the fingers can't. Yeah. So it's like they're just these twisting Always like, moving. claws that just Always are moving. rotating. It's it's pretty horrible. horrific. So, uh, oh, and but, the, the puppet's falling apart. Oh, yeah. You can see it decay <laughs> yeah. as the film goes Around on. Around the lips. Yeah. It's like you'll see like wires poking out and yeah. stuff and like gaps in the Things between start, the gums. Yeah, they're, they're and, yeah. running out. The 18 days was too long yeah, for yeah. Munchie the puppet. Yeah. Um, but he's, you know, he's the star of the show. Yep. Um, and so we have Munchie established. Mm-hmm. Now their adventures begin. Yeah. But before that, Let's hear a word from some of our sponsors. Thank you. <laughs> so we find ourselves back in Gage's bedroom, Munchie, and they, he goes, hey, you want something to eat? I can get you a pizza. And you're thinking, that's going to be so cool. He's going to snap his fingers nope. and make pizza. No, what he actually does is from the window, <laughs> while having some sort of <laughs> twisted <Fit>. orgasm, yeah. <laughs> he floats... Arguably the worst pizza I've ever it's seen. So gross looking. <laughs> like the Ninja Turtles pizza looks pretty sickening. Yeah, yeah. But it sort of like it, it, my brain registers that's meant to be a pizza. It's, it's this it's, does not have that. No, it, it's like a bunch of toppings crushed in the middle. In the middle, and then like one pepperoni on each, scattered around the outside, and it's like all a, white with like a a scab down the center of each. Disgusting. And and Munchies got the munchies. He's got it. And so he basically bug. causes this one particular pizza in an Italian restaurant that's about 10 miles away to float so, off yep. the the tri- the table yeah. and then out the door, spin its way all the way to his window. And it's like a bad comic relief. Like the, the chef is like, oh, you're taking my pizza. The chef Guido. His Jay- name was Guido. Is it really? I believe because the cops pulled him over oh, and were God. like, Guido, where are you going? Or maybe they were just. Using a, they might just be racist. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's chasing down the street with. It. It's not a funny scene. There's no, nothing not to funny. even talk about. He's got really, a knife but, out yeah. for some reason. Yeah. yeah, everyone sees it. No one, yeah. no one cares. I did. I did have in my notes here, and I don't remember exactly what happened. But Munchie is constantly out of breath. Oh yeah, <laughs> like Dom always reads that line. Then is <gasps> yeah. He showed up late to every single recording, <laughs> yeah. and he said, "I got to be out of here in five. <laughs> Um, so either way, they get their pizza. They have an amazing night eating. They creepy. They don't eat the crust. No, that was a weird detail. And then uh, Munchie passes out in a drawer in the kids' room, which we were saying like, kill it now. Yeah, perfect opportunity. Kill it while it it. sleeps. This is this may be your last chance. Yeah, he does not. He does not. He wakes up the next morning and Munchie is gone, and he goes, "Oh well, I'm fine. I guess that was just a weird thing that happened last night." Cool. Mom wakes him up. She's got a full face of makeup on. Comp- yeah, ready goes to go. Yep. Straight to school. Um, I believe this is he gets bullied, right? He gets bullied. Um, but before he gets bullied, I think there's a very creepy scene where Munchie shows up and asks, "Where's cheerleader practice?" Right. Yes. At 
this middle school? Yeah, Munchie immediately arrives and wants to ogle <laughs> preteens. Yeah. Um, classic Very Munchie behavior. Classic Munchie. If you know Munchie. <laughs> if you know not, Munchie, you, know, you, you look anywhere, yeah, his eyes are twitching in the direction of some sort of inappropriate image. Contorting. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, horrid, he's, he's, horrid. I made a note. I made a note here underneath, and uh-huh. it's in all caps. It says he's always twitching. <laughs> um, so uh, he goes for some reason. This was weird because we had an ad break, and it felt like it, they knew there would be an ad break there. But he just teleports yeah. to the principal's office to like the the like busty secretary. Yeah, Miss Laurel is there. Yeah, and she is oh, Munchie can. As we'll see to great effect later, he can perfectly mimic exactly. any voice. And he does so. Yeah. Ca- calling Miss Laurel into the principal's office, probably unaware at the time that the two of them may have been having an affair. I can't imagine how he would have known. How would he know that? But he he did it. He knew. And, uh, and then tops on the computer and then changes, changes all of his grades. Yeah. Um, the A's. All A's. There's no attempt A's. to be like, no one's going to believe Which is that. also weird because the kid just moved here. He's supposed to Wait, be from out of town. How does he have such bad grades? Like, he came in with those grades. Yeah, that's not that's not anyone's fault. Yeah. Like, he's only been picked on since yesterday, yes. as far as we can tell. Those are his grades that he earned. I, I, I agree. Okay, so Munchie is covering for this behavior and, uh, and then inadvertently gets the principal and Miss Laurel to start like canoodling with each other, they which reveal that they've potentially having a sexual relationship. Is not sex. There's nothing about it sexual, no. really. It's them calling each other like variations on like, yeah, lovey bubby, love bub, and noodle snoodle booper yeah. and stuff like that. And in his office also is just a bunch surrounded by presidential portraits. Oh yeah, his office is crazy. It's like an ad. It's like a. British Admiral's office it's from strange. like World War II. Yeah, yeah. A lot of wood. Um, but Munchie says this is a perfect opportunity to again cause chaos well, and trouble. Other than pizza, that's the food I I feast upon. Yeah. And, uh, and souls. Munchie turns on the intercom. So the whole school hears this whole school bizarre like Just which twisted. I don't even know if I heard that if I would register it as sexual. I know what's going on. I think I would. I yeah. would think someone took over the school. Yeah, very <laughs> red dawn. I would. Do, I yeah. would immediately do that thing where you get in the corner and then you have to put your head against the wall yep. and then protect the base yep. of your neck because that's <laughs> yeah. what to- tornadoes target. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, Munchie's very proud of himself. And then we get. Oh, the line. The line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, Gage kind of just looks up and goes, gotta be Munchie. Gotta be Munchie. Gotta be Munchie. And he's right. This is what Munchie was all about. Principal gets called out. How embarrassing. Oh, I don't think so anyone really cares because nope. that secretary is super hot. Yep, she is Probably just hot. got a bunch of high fives. Yep. Um, then we cut to Gage. We don't even know if he's married. Yeah, I don't. It didn't appear like it. I guess I didn't look. I think for they're a just ring, together. Yeah, they, they just probably shouldn't have been dating. doing that on company I guess yeah, time. there's a professional thing there. Weird, but um, but either way, now Gage is in the locker room. You yep. hit the showers. Yep, which is something that I used to do all the time in middle school. A solo shower. Too. Yeah, there's no one else in the locker room. No which class is, is like, happening. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I don't remember ever like going to the locker room to take a shower. Yeah, you know, but it's weird. Unless I was like. Had done a sport or something? Nope. But yeah, no. no he just, just he just needed a shower. Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> to clean up. And so he's confronted by one of his bullies, who then you you won't be surprised to hear this. Munchie gets involved. That's right. And um, Munchie basically calls him a bunch of. He oh. first of all he calls him something homophobic. 
Well, well, Munchie does. Does he? Yeah, because Munchie's like, why don't you go hang out with your boyfriend? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is like, so what, hey, Munchie? Hey, by '90s standards, that's pretty good. We thought, yeah, we thought it was gonna be way worse. We were certain <laughs> we there were was sure. another word coming. There. Yeah, we for sure thought yeah. Munchie was gonna go to a much darker place. But he, first of all, reliably was homophobic. I guess we should clarify munchie is hiding in the boys locker room right. as gage showers yeah uh in yeah. the locker presumably watching i guess always watching uh yeah he's always watching he basically uses his powers of imitation to make it sound like gage is saying yeah, these things the kid keeps coming back and yeah. trying to fight him and then munchie bashes his face with a locker yeah. door yep kid gets up gage gives him an uppercut gage hits him with the uppercut into a laundry bin yeah he goes flying. Every yeah. shower is on. Yeah. Every shower in the room, in yeah. the locker room is on. No one's in there. Then the reveal. There are like five people. <laughs> where else? Including, the, going- including the p- physical edu- education <laughs> teacher had been watching all of this transpire. And like, a, yeah, not intervening. Just like, let him fight. Let him yeah. fight. <laughs> this is what kids do. But uh, th- this is like a scene that's been going for maybe five minutes now. And mm-hmm. there has never been any indication that anyone else is in this room. But the no. camera like turns around and it's pretty like, it's pretty open space. Yeah, like yeah. the PE teacher's office is right, right there. there. Yeah. And then there's like four kids also watching who mm-hmm. I think all start cheering. Yeah. But it, it's so jarring. They, Just, also, they also say something. The coach runs up and he's like, he's like, great punch, kid. You also, he was the quarterback so that you're the quarterback So now, now. you have to <laughs> try out. There's a whole, there's like a subplot that's really quickly abandoned where like the kid is supposed to try out for football or something. You keep finding... When you're watching this movie, you're like, oh, they're probably going to, it's going to go this way. Yeah. And it never does. No. If it doesn't take place in the classroom or the house, yeah. it's not going to happen. Yes. That was a trend. We kept thinking like, oh, maybe he's going to help him play football. No. It's weird because it does feel like it was, a, it feels like it was a full script that had all these subplots yeah. and stuff. And then they took shit out, but like not from... Like they took stuff out from individual subplots in different yeah. areas. They just took the script. So, they wrote eighteen days. Yeah, and yeah. And handed it back. So you get like chunks of okay, he was maybe supposed to try out for the football team mm-hmm. at the end or something, but that doesn't happen. Nope. There's a lot of weird stuff like weird that. Stuff. Um, he he also is because the second bully, the more preppy bully, he uh, ruins his play. All this bully wanted to do was perform Romeo the, and Juliet so one scene yeah. from Romeo and Juliet in this weird talent show talent show maybe yeah. kind of thing and for some reason Gage's job was to hold a rope that's which it. he does that's it yes. the whole time yeah. in perfect view of yeah. everyone but is blamed for all of Munchie's actions which are like Munchie throws a, a lamp out the window at this kid like yeah, he throws light a lamp through at yonder this kid window head. breaks yeah. he, so he throws a light yeah. through the window I think he drops like the moon prop and that shatters yeah. Tosses There's a banana a, peel. Which the banana is some of the most upsetting munchy handwork. Yeah. yeah. It's disgusting. Uh, and Gage gets blamed for everything. Everything. He the gets blamed for the intercom thing, yeah. which he couldn't possibly have done. Yeah. He gets blamed for that. Yep. He later gets blamed. We'll talk about the date. Gage is in class. He's he's in, cl- in the classroom when that is yes. happening. And, and they still think you did this. And also, he has both hands on this one rope. Mm-hmm. Anyone watching could see he had nothing to do yeah, with this. Yeah. What but, was what? Did you write down the line? I did okay. So I'm the, so the, glad the you kid, mentioned it. The kid who's playing Romeo is like the lead yeah. bully, but so he says this thing. He's so in reference to Jennifer Love Hewitt, who I guess is kind of his girlfriend. He says, "She's my girl for as long as I may want her," <laughs> <laughs> which sounds like something you would say in a funhouse video. I was thinking, yes, it's like a bizarre, like it's such a weird. 
way of phrasing it. It's that, strange. It, yeah, to me, it's like that is something that it's it's something I would say is like because the structure of that sentence yeah. is so funny, but it's so creepy coming from this yeah. child about like. I would go if it were me. I go point taken. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I shan't be getting involved, no. good sir. Um, but ruins his play at some point. His pants fall down. That which also yeah, is Gage's fault. Um, Can't be again. And uh, and so now it's the kind of thing where it's like, thanks a lot, Munchie. Now I'm getting in trouble mm-hmm. for all this stuff that you're doing. Screw you. Yeah. So the Gage decides he needs some answers, and uh, he knows exactly where to get them. From that crazy professor that lives oh, across right, the street. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be like the scene where they go to the expert, and the expert is like, "Oh my god, yeah, you have no idea what you're dealing with." Yeah, yeah. And instead, he's, he's just like, "What? Yeah, yeah. You found a munchie? Yeah." He's like, "Did he look like this?" And then it's a, it's like <laughs> it's basically a, a photo of like the an ancient pharaoh or whatever with a munchie. And he's like, "What about this?" And it's like the Buddha with munchie. And the, it was, the, and then cave paintings. It's oh yeah, cave paintings, cave paintings with of munchie. a much more detailed munchie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, munchie is eternal. We don't know. It's not made clear if he. Uh, was if he evolved, you know, if he's pre-human, like how far back he yeah. goes? Is does he predate the Earth? Maybe is he a deity of it's some like kind? Yeah, he stood on a cliff and then he dropped his seed into our <laughs> waters and that created man. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not clear, you know, was was he? Uh, did he fall from innocence at the same time as man? Perhaps yeah, he yeah. was responsible. Yeah, in yeah. some way. Uh, um, this is also the point in the film where we see the Munchie puppet really start to fall apart. Yeah, this, the really mouth is not no longer connected to the, like the inner mouth in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's still work to be done. Uh, the first yeah. half, the structure of this is essentially the first half is meeting everyone who wrongs Gage directly yeah, or indirectly. Yeah. And then the second half is Munchie exacting his revenge upon all those those people. people. Yeah. Um, So Elliot shows up to have a date with his mom. The cool stepdad. Cool stepdad. He even shows up and he's like, could you get out of here? Could you get out of here? Because I think it implies that he may be trying to fillet <laughs> I think his yeah. mother. Oh or yeah, he's something. He's trying to eat her out because <laughs> he, he says he says something about like I, your mother and I want to have dinner, but like I think something else is on the menu as well tonight yeah, or something. something. Really fucking weird. And uh, the kid goes, "All right, fine," and yeah, wanders yeah. goes upstairs. We don't see him again until the end of the night. Um, I, I do want to say. I watched the trailer for for this movie beforehand. I don't think this line was in the movie, but in the trailer. In that scene, mm-hmm. the stepdad, like, in Gage's face goes, like it or not, you're going to call me dad. Oh. Or, or something like, it's something to wow. that effect. But I don't think it was in the movie. I could see Elliot saying that. But <laughs> he doesn't have a dad, so, you know, no, what's not. the deal? Um, uh, but, yeah, so Munchie shows Date up night. dressed as a soldier. Yep, stealing valor. <laughs> <laughs> For no reason, no. That, as far as I can tell. It's nothing uh, to do with, yeah. Messes with the stereo, messes with some other the stuff. The stepdad's trying to set the mood because yeah. he's also going to propose. Yeah, mom. the plan is to propose. Presumably after two the, months. After the cunnilingus? I would say during. During the Because okay. you're already, you're already on your knees. <laughs> on your knees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so it doesn't go great. He pulls the chair out. He falls over. It's just a Changing bad, the radio. Changes the radio. Yeah. The thing that, the weird thing is that the uh, straw that breaks the camel's back is that the dad, or not the dad, soon to be dad, mm-hmm. he goes to pop some champagne. It spills all over him. I don't think it Munchie was involved. Like, it's like he's, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he pops the champagne and it just explodes all over his chest. But, Munchie 
wasn't, it had nothing to do yeah, with it wasn't that. there for that uh, as far yeah. as I could tell. And why would you point the champagne at your chest? I know. He, it's a strange... It was a foolish maneuver. I think he was a little overwhelmed maybe, with everything that had so, been going yeah. on and the terror of crawling down between her thighs. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about this. The mom loves this. Oh, yeah. She thinks it's so funny. And if Elliot would just like have a sense of humor about himself, he yeah. definitely could have gone down on her that night. <laughs> he could have. <laughs> with he, Munchie. Probably. Yeah, with Munchie. Munchie, yeah, Munchie he would have been the Munchie. Oh, yeah. Um. So anyway, it basically causes a blow up. Yeah, he screams. He, he screams at Gage. He yeah. blames Gage for this, who clearly, when the mom is like, whoa, don't talk to my son that way. And he's like, you want to go out to dinner? And she's like, I'd love to. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> So they leave and go out to dinner and Munchie gets a great, this kid's like, man, things suck. So yeah. Munchie gets a great idea. Why not throw a party? That's right. But not for Gage, just a party. Uh, just a party. He, he does call Jennifer Love Hewitt. And her dad. And her dad Separately? and says, come over to the party. No, he says, bring your dad. Oh, okay. Which is. But uh, I just wanted why? to say too, it sounds like we're just building and building and this podcast is going to go on forever. No. This is the climax of the film. And it's almost over. We're, this is, yeah. it, it, we realized, oh shit. Shit, there's only 20 minutes left. I think this point. at the point of like the date night starting, I looked and I was like, there's 20 minutes. We're almost, this, this movie's How? almost done. How? So just so you know, we are almost done yeah. as well. Um, throws a party. First thing, Jennifer Love Hewitt, you're like, oh, that's great. He's going to yeah, like make gonna... him popular or whatever. Yeah. So who's the second person he calls? Hugh Hefner. Hugh no, Hefner. no, no. Is it the... Oh, he calls the catering, catering company. But then he calls Hugh Hefner. He calls the catering company. Third person he calls <laughs> is Hugh Hefner. As? Jack Nicholson. <laughs> We looked at you. We both looked at each other with such glee on our faces. <laughs> he, he comes out of nowhere. He calls. He calls Hugh as Jack and says that he's promoting a new movie. And if Jack could send over some girls, yeah, or no, Hugh could send over yeah, some girls. Hugh, it's Jack. Yeah, yeah. It's so strange. And we did the math based on the timeline. Oh, yeah. The movies that he was promoting were probably a few good men. Yeah. Or potentially Wolf. I think it might have been, yeah, maybe Wolf would have been. Depends on if this, if we're talking about the Tennessee release. That's or the, true. Good yeah. point. Good point. Yeah. Um, by the time Gage comes downstairs, the party is in full strength. Which, by the way, Hugh sends those girls. He sends them. No, no question. There Jack, are, asks, <laughs> Jack, Jack asks. Jack gets. To send the, them to some weird small suburban home in the yeah. in the middle of the valley um it, what we didn't see is he called apparently a lot of other people the party is a strange mix of children playboy <laughs> yeah. models yep. clowns clowns and the principal is there the as principal well principal and his mistress are there the principal is mistress uh, and they're like agent kind of bands like, kind of like haggard businessmen uh, some <laughs> like haggard businessmen yeah, yeah yeah there's a guy in a tuxedo who doesn't seem to know anyone yeah. a lot of clowns um, and Munchie doesn't care at all about Gage in any of He just threw a party for himself yeah, is what we realized. Not, and also Munchie is like out and about. Yeah. So far he has been hidden to everyone but Gage. No. At this party, he is just out there as yeah. Munchie, as this nightmare Using creature. the restroom, drinking publicly. And uh, drink he does because he gets very drunk. Yeah, he gets um, trashed. I did notice... So Jennifer Love Hewitt and her dad are there. Mm -hmm. Very weird. Yeah. Why are you a father? As a father... He's why excited. Did you, he why arrives at the party. And he he's like, this looks awesome. Loves the party. I presumably because of the Playboy models and yeah, the clowns. Yeah. But she says, this is the happiest I've seen him since mom died. Yeah. So you think it, I guess maybe it's setting up, which never happens, but no. maybe it's setting up that like the parents are going to get together and then also Gage and Jennifer. And they can be like, siblings. <laughs> very weird. But there's a, there's a brief moment that I caught 
but I don't, it's very easy to miss where Jennifer Love Hewitt and Gage are dancing and the father, her father is looking on very happy, mm-hmm. like a little too happy, a little weird. Mm-hmm. He's really like staring him down with a big this. smile. Yeah. 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 Like, like a Lord who potentially thinks that this is going to be the like, next Get him some or land or something. or something. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not the case. And before they can seal the deal and become siblings mm-hmm. formally, yep. uh, the mom arrives home. Angry. With Elliot. And she yeah. sees what's going on. She's irate. She's so mad. And uh, kicks everyone out. Party's over. Except for Jennifer Love Hewitt. Except for Jennifer Love Hewitt. And her father, though, he is in the restroom <laughs> or whatever or something. He disappears to the point that we. I, I was saying... It's weird that her dad just left her there, mm-hmm. but he didn't. He just isn't in any of these scenes. Yeah, um, and uh, and so then the scolding happens, but it's interrupted by a sound, a muttering. I believe that's right. Munchie is passed, passed out. out, drunk behind yeah. the couch. Elliot freaks out. He freaks out, he, but it's not what you think. He's not scared. He's excited. Yeah, he's thrilled because like, I think because he can give it cancer. He found a new animal to give <laughs> yeah. cancer. Uh, so or he, God, he maybe? immediately yeah. puts it in a bag, trash bag, and and says, "I got to get this to the lab. Pump it full of cancer, yep. <laughs> ASAP." Yep. Um, but before he can, they get it. They wrest control. Yeah, they just grab it from him, right? And then the the professor from across the street, Gage and Munchie, get in his like jeep that exploded at the beginning. Yeah, they drive off. They crash through the garage door for no reason. Yeah. Oh yeah, they explode out yeah. of his garage. He also just got news that he's got like a big research grant, so he's excited about right, that. Right, 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 right. Elliot follows in his car, and then Jennifer Love Hewitt, her dad, and Gage's mom follow in another car. Uh-huh. Munchie ETs the car. They fly past they're the They're going moon. nowhere, too. It's they're, they don't, they're going nowhere, but and yeah. Why are they on the... It's weird. I don't know. They, they're just driving around the valley, and then eventually... It's, it's revealed at some point that Munchie invented the automobile. It is mentioned, yes. He also was at... He was around for like the fall of some civilization 3,000 oh, years yeah. ago. He said it was a wild party and it yeah, implies that he, he was involved. responsible. He was involved. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so they fly around the which city. the professor has Munchie in his lap and he does not, he is like pain. He doesn't like, like it's, it. There's like a burning it's or because something. whatever PVC pipe, yeah, <laughs> yeah that powers yeah. the hydraulics yeah. that controls Munchie's eyelids are going crazy. Yes. Um, and then because of the situation, Elliot crashes into a Winchell's Donuts. Yep. Occupied by two police officers. Also from New York, but this is clearly the Valley. Yeah, yeah. They immediately arrest him. Yep. Do not read him as Miranda writes. They do not. However, Um, they do say that he will be getting a couple months at a work farm. Yeah, which is, I don't think that's how it works. Maybe in the Munch. I mean, Munchie. It's because he didn't have his ID because Munchie stole his wallet earlier in the film. You're not who you say you are. Yeah, and there's no way to verify, so we're going to send you upstate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, um, and then, yeah, that's, I mean, that's basically it. I I mean, I want to say there is like a drunk kind of like drunk bum guy character. Oh, right. At the end. And this guy also plays a bum in, they live back to the future one and two, Mm -hmm. maybe even three Mm -hmm. and the Wishmaster, most prominently the Wishmaster franchise. And I clocked him immediately. You did see him. Yeah. Yeah. You saw him. Um, and the movie ends. They're at the airport. They decide that Munchie is better off traveling the world with the professor. With the professor, um, and they say, say their farewells. Everyone's there, even Jennifer Love Hewitt's dad. Yep. And uh, they get on the plane, and then you think it's over, but there's one last gag. Well, you hear the pilots, and I was like, uh, and you hear people arguing, and I was like, that oh, is that Gage's dad? 
No, heaven no. no. It's just a bunch of pilots. And they're like, who, then who's flying the plane? And you cut, Munchie has hijacked the plane. Yeah. Flying to God knows where. God knows where. And spirals off into the sky. I mean, yeah. I, Assume, assuming all those people are dead, dead by now. <laughs> yeah, whether eaten or killed by Munchie or crashed, I don't know. And that's it. And that's, that's Munchie. That's Munchie. Beautiful. It's a beautiful story. Uh, Munchie is apparently, there's a sequel, Munchie Strikes Back. There is, yeah. Um, Can't imagine we'll be watching that. No. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of, I feel, uh, really dark undertones of kind of harassment and child abuse that yeah. we didn't really touch on. Yeah. But it's there. It's definitely there. It's, it's interesting, this film, my overall thoughts... Um, it's it has all the stuff that the gremlins or ETs would, but every time you think it's going to go into those, like what you said, the bonding stuff, yep. it never really does. Totally veers Munchie off. doesn't, I don't even think Munchie knows this kid's name. No. He's just set free yeah. and use that as an opportunity to potentially bang Playboy models. Which he doesn't even, does he? No. I don't know that he, I mean, who knows what happened behind that couch, but yeah, um, but yeah so that's Munchie. It was something. You know what? Check it out. You think? Oh, it's a recommend? Oh, you were going to, yeah, yeah. It's a recommend for you? I think I'm going to recommend it. Okay. Uh, purely because if this was five minutes longer, mm -hmm. I think I would say do not watch this movie. Okay. 80 minutes? That's easy. That's barely an episode of TV these days. <laughs> That's easy. It's real easy. We didn't even know it was going to yeah. end. Here it comes. Um. All right. Well, that's, I think that's two recommends, two big recommends. Yeah. I honestly, I, I want to say something, the criteria for the review for all this is that mm -hmm. we're going to recommend every film. Yes, every single movie <laughs> we watch will be recommended. So, so give this the recommend stamp. Um, I, we, I do, I will say the pacing is, I mean, the whole movie is bad. Yeah. From like a filmmaking perspective, nothing makes sense. It, every rule is. Yeah, they barrel through every yeah. question. But it does keep moving. It does chug along. Yeah. There's never a moment where you're like, oh my God. Other than like the guy, the Italian guy with the knife chasing the pizza. Well, that went a little long. Well, but like pretty much everything else, it doesn't ever really overstay its yeah. welcome. Yeah, it, I agree. It moves quick. I agree. It's not not good, but it's quick. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, I completely agree. Um, we do, uh, alongside our review, have a secondary. Well, I would, yeah, I want to check in with you, get a physique check on Munchie. It's time for the physique critique. Physique critique, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Munchie. Uh not he doesn't have a lot of mass. No. But he does look like he's well dehydrated. Yeah. Right? A, Which is probably good. If we were jerky. able to see him with that shirt off, we might be able to see some striations. He might be getting ready for a competition. He could be. That could be so that could explain drinking, yeah. why his eyelids are so dry. <laughs> um but other than that, pretty disgusting. <laughs> Nightmarish hands, always twisting. Maybe that's his way of burning more and more calories. Uh, yeah, something um, like that. I so, think it's I think it's the tendons. Oh yeah, constantly like retracting. Very or something tendony. And, yeah. Um. So I'm gonna out of ten, I'm gonna yeah. give Munchie like a three, three oh. and a half. Where does he gain points? He gains points in his low body fat percentage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that I respect sense. that. Yeah. But he needs to build some mass up first and learn muscle control. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, yeah, he's got a lot of issues His to work out. starting. Um, but that's it. We did it. That's it. That's there episode two of Trash for Trash. Thank you for joining us for this episode. We're going to be back again uh, in episode three, watching more trash, talking more trash. I think we're going to be, should we say what we're going to watch? I think we should. That way, if you want, if you guys want to get ready, you can uh, be ready to discuss it with us. We are going to watch Abraxas, Guardian of the Universe. 1991. It looks real good. It is not. It looks real good. Who's in that movie? Jesse. Jesse Ventura. 
It's going to be a great Abraxas. time. Please come join us. We'll see you right back here in another episode of Trash or Trash. Abraxas coming up next. I'm going to rise to the top.